Put on your thinking cap, rev your engines, and get ready for an exciting episode of business growth through paid media. With our host, David Yeager, CEO of Global SEM Partners. If you are a business owner or marketing manager at a company who could use more sales, leads, or profits, you'll learn actionable strategies and tactics that you can use today to get results in the next 30 to 60 days. Why don't we get started? Hey there, this is David Yeager, and today we're going to talk about a bit of a heavy topic. So keep your ears wide open, hit replay a couple times perhaps if it's a little bit too heavy and would love to get your feedback. So basically this uh, episode we're going to discuss the challenges that B2B businesses face, whether it's B2B um, generating leads and closing them, purely closing them offline, or whether it's um, B2B e-commerce, but the bottom line is that it takes a while for customers or prospects to um, from their first engagement with you to actually purchase. So it's very, very challenging to A, connect the dots and see, hey, which, you know, where's, how does spend turn into revenue? And B, is identify where you should be spending more and spending less. Just because, again, the dots haven't been connected easily. There's multiple touch points. Um, consumers are engaging across multiple devices. So uh, it's really, really challenging to understand what's working, what's not. Where should you invest more? And it's all nice and well when business is growing and you can kind of throw something under the rug and say, well, we'll spend 50000 or 100000 or $200,000 a year uh, in, tra- in Channel X in mobile, as an example. But when it comes to actually spending the time to optimize, whether it's you're facing some contractions or whether it's simply you really want to squeeze the most out of your out of your business and um, you know, the the powers that be aren't as forgiving or you know you've no you've no vision or interest in being that forgiving yourself it gets very complicated to connect those dots to effectively drive the performance and and spend the right dollars uh, identify even identifying what messaging is creating a better impact attracting and resonating with the right prospects than what's not you have no idea because you don't know um, what's driving better customers and what's driving better quality leads and what's worse so today I'm going to talk about a near and dear topic to my heart which is tying this whole 360-degree insight into your B2B B2B revenue and tying the whole piece together in as non-technical but efficient way as possible without adding in a super expensive um, super expensive services that don't actually fulfill your needs so just to recap quickly, I want to talk about you, to you about the vision. What's the big, what, what are we trying to achieve? When we talk about all these challenges in, these first, in advertising and B2B and, and, you know, and seeing what, what points are driving more revenue, what's the big vision? Uh, in my opinion, in my experience, uh, what the big vision is, is that we're trying to let, let your advertising spend and advertising cost drive revenue. If I spend in B2C, you have a lot of this. If, I, if I'm spending thousand dollars as an example my product margin is 50% so I'm willing to spend 18% on advertising that's that's how it works in B2C and B2B we'd love to have that same linear type of well hey for every thousand dollar sale I'll spend 180 bucks to get it for every ten thousand dollars in revenue I'll spend X amount uh, X percent to 
And that's something that where we really want to go. And we want to let the spend, our advertising costs, be accountable and drive revenue rather than being something that we feel like we're a slave to and that we have to continue spending because it has to be there, but that it's not something that's truly driving value. So that's the vision. What's the challenge? The challenge, as we discussed, is that the dots are very, very hard to connect. There's, you have, you know, you have your marketing platforms, you have, let's say, AdWords, you have Bing, you have wherever else that you're advertising on, um, and you have analysts and teams and people that are working within there, uh, vendors that are working within there to optimize based off the data that's in there. And then on top of that, you have your CRM, right? And your CRM isn't getting your marketing data. It doesn't know what, what your costs are or what, the, you know, or what, um, you know, what, what messaging and ad copies is tied to each lead. So you don't truly have any insight into, um, you know, into which pieces are in, in, from the CRM side of what's going on. And then you have your vendors, you have your bid management platforms, you have your tracking platforms, you have all these different, these attribution platforms. And again, they still, they don't, while they do some fancy, f fancy pieces of this, you still don't truly know what's driving your revenue, what's driving your costs. So you're back at zero. Or and if you are, it's because it's taking you a hell of a lot of time to piece it, to pull the pieces together. Bottom line is not funny, not easy, um, but really, really important. To, to tie everything together and, and crack this code. So the first concept I want to introduce you to is what I call Agile Insights. So people hack the system together. They'll try to pass the um, they'll try to pass AdWords parameters into into um, into their lead forms, or they'll try to um, use a call tracking platform and track which campaigns are driving which revenue. So you're getting little of the bits of these pieces, but at the end of the day, it's all manual. So somebody's spending hours and hours and hours to get incomplete data that you can't use consistently. So the problem is that you're spending your time that you were supposed to be doing optimization on, on just tying up and getting all the data working. You can't even get it, you, you, the, you don't even have the time to do this. You can't do it on, on an ongoing consistent basis. It's not agile, it's not quick. It's very, very manual and very time consuming. Concept and agile insights. Every, and on top of that, the insights don't live in the right platforms. You might have your marketing performance data in the CRM, but then your AdWords guys somehow have to get that data and start optimizing off of it. So again, very, very disconnected, very hard to figure out where things go. So the principle, and um, I'm making this up, this Agile Insights, but the principle of Agile Insights is that every single platform that you're going to be optimizing off of, ideally should have the revenue associated with it, with it within that platform. You're optimizing AdWords, any revenue data that's associated, any lead or lead quality data should be, as much of it as possible, should be within the native platform itself that you're doing the, bit, the, the management and optimization from so that your analysts can live in their regular environments you know, and, and use that data without becoming a data monkey, having to go back and forth and do five gazillion things in order to get the, you know, the, the lead quality data, et cetera, once every couple of months. Concept number one, Agile Insights, that data should live in your CRM so your salespeople can tell you, hey, this is a bad lead and this is the, re you know, this is the reason why it's a bad lead and you can take that and tie that back into your sales. And then also on the, on the marketing side, your marketing platforms should have an idea of lead quality or lead value in, some, in an actionable way that can be easily used. The next thing I wanna to talk to you about is layered optimization. So I don't know if you know, how long your customer sales cycle is. But if your customer sales cycle is more than two weeks and more than two engagements on average, you need what we've developed as layered optimization goals. And layered optimization goals means that 
you, for example, so you have these, you have your B2B, right? You have your leads that come in and some of those, a percentage of those leads convert and some of the channels, some of the keywords, some of the ads are, have a higher propensity to drive higher quality leads. Some of them have lower propensity big part of the challenge, but we don't, we can't really connect the dots. So we don't know what is and isn't working. So the concept of layered optimization goals is that there's two steps to this process. A is driving a lead and B is actually driving a sale, right? So in an ideal world, when we look at it on a yearly or quarterly, a monthly basis, perhaps even a bi-monthly bi or even a bi-weekly, um, we want to know how much did we spend and how much revenue did that drive, right? So that's the, the, our optimization goal number one, the big picture is spend versus revenue. And ideally, again, want to track it back down to the individual channels. Next thing, and so that's optimization goal number one. Optimization goal number two, what's your actual cost per lead, per initial engagement? So what this does is you can look at spend versus revenue at a higher level over a longer period of time because you can't actually, again, if your sales cycle is longer than two weeks, then you can't actually look at your past two weeks of sales data and go, oh, well, I spent X in the past two weeks and I made Y, so it's better or worse. You have no idea how the, how the next two weeks are gonna be based on the past two weeks because the past two weeks of data isn't complete yet. You, you know, the guy that, that filled out a lead form last week is only gonna start buying this week. So you don't really know the lead quality or what the lead revenue truly is. So you have to have a layered optimization goal. You have to have something that's initial, that, hey, what's my cost per, what's my cost per lead? What's the cost per initial engagement with my business, real engagement where I have a lead? And so you say, okay, so if our average generally runs around 50 bucks a lead or 30 bucks a lead or 100 bucks a lead or 200 bucks a lead, whatever it is, right? say, hey, I'm gonna be monitoring that closely on an ongoing basis, and that's something that I can react to in real time. So if the market changes, if the business changes, if something big changes, your indicators should go off. Or whether, even if it's a, hey, specific channel changes, and the CPA is all of a sudden rising, you don't have to wait three, you know, two, three weeks, let alone three months to figure out that a channel is or isn't working, you can say, hey, the first indicator is my lead conversion rates going, my lead CPA and lead conversion rates are going down, and that's a, that, that, you know, I know roughly what I can spend per lead. This is out of the range, so I gotta can this, or I gotta, or I gotta continue going on. So layered optimization step number one is what's the first action or interaction that a, that a prospect brings to you, and what's your, what, and what's your target cost? Use that as, as step number one. And then your second, your second performance target, which is your real one, the one that really ties spend to revenue is, hey, what am I, what am I spending in this channel and what am I making in this channel in broad strokes across a couple of months of data or, you know, again, an ongoing optimization standard, you're looking at it, um, let's say every month or every two months, um, you're updating it and you're, be, you're able to review your performance metrics and tweak, tweak the different channels based on what's working and what's not. So the, so the, the, first, the first piece, as I, as I mentioned, was Agile Insights. So getting the data everywhere it needs to be so that analysts can work within their platform and do the job they're supposed to do. Step two is layered optimization goals. Having two sets of, uh, one, two optimization goals, one for that's immediate that you can react to in real time, and one is a longer term, um, longer cycle process. Number three is quantify what you don't know. And this is really, really important. A lot of people, they'll buy the fancy technology, an attribution platform, a this, a that, and it doesn't actually solve their problem because they don't, they haven't quantified what they don't know and what they can't answer. So for example, we had a client who we installed uh, some track, we worked with them on, on changing how they do tracking and, and getting into this process. Uh, the thing was, was that we had a lot of cross device. Um, people would sign up in their initial lead, or you know, they sign up as a lead on their mobile phone, 
But then um, tracking within AdWords um, or tracking on the marketing side, we couldn't see anything past that. We didn't know the lead quality. We actually had to wait till we till we were able to try it to tie in cross-channel data and pass that data back into the CRM to see that data in the CRM and see, hey, how are the our mobile leads more or less qualified than regular leads? So it's really so when we didn't when we did not know when we looked at our mobile and said, oh my gosh, none of the mobile people are actually converting into sales on our marketing side. We had to take a look and say, hey, before we jump to a conclusion and go, these mobile leads are way less way less valuable than the desktop leads. We actually had to go pass it back at the data, pass the data back into CRM, um, wait to collect some of that data, and see um, really get better insight on if that channel does or doesn't convert. So there's going to be lots of question marks, and it's very very important to quantify what we don't know in as absolute terms as possible. So hey, my mobile CPA is X. We can't, you know, it seems to be um, lower than my desktop CPA, but I can't see any conversion rates. I, my conversion rates to sale. I don't know what my lead quality is on mobile. Um, we need to quantify that. How do we quantify that? And then set you that way. You can set your developers. You can set your analysts on a pro, on a on the process of solving and tackling that. That's that's step number four. Step number four is quantifying what you don't know. Step number five is understanding the technical tracking structure. So we've talked about this theoretical ideal of, how, of being able to track and optimize from within the plat platforms, but how does that actually work? And I want to bring you to three specific, two of them good, one of them bad, in, with specifically within AdWords that have driven a tremendous amount of change, uh, a sea of change that opens up some opportunities, closes up some other ones. Number one is that Google's gone to, um, to well, in, in, a, in a bunch of big strokes, they've actually started closing their ecosystem of sharing AdWords data as openly with, their, with, with, the, um, with advertisers. Number one is that it used to be that on the just organic side, Google would set the, um, all, the, all the, their URLs to secure. But when it came to advertisers, they allowed advertisers to um, they allowed advertisers to to see the refer data, see the full data, the URL that the person, the actual URL the person um, input, the the full URL, which that when when you get from Secure Search, it breaks off uh, all the details, so you can't pass that. So basically, Google set Google changed that so that now even advertisers can't see the original full URL. The only and the only way to do it is, as we'll discuss, through G-click IDs and tracking. That's going to be. This is a. There's been a super long um, uh, podcast episode. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to finish off now. We've gotten through four of the um, of the of the five steps, or well, three and a half of the five steps of setting up your your B2B e-commerce uh, profitably, uh, B2B um, lead lead generation uh, in a. Uh, if you want more great actionable steps to growing your business, subscribe to our podcast, rate us on iTunes, and head on over to www.globalsempartners.com for a special offer.